Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weed and now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. Alright, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome in to Rebellion's Bloom. It is I, Colton Robertson, and we are talking the Bad Batch, bitches. I am joined by Joseph George. What's up, homie? Oh, what up, what up? Always a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it's always a pleasure to have you. I am also joined by the magnificent KBZ Kyler Barnett. What's up, homie? Not much. New boo goofing. New boo goofing. Just you. That's just how you be, goofing. You goofy guy. Just goofing. Authentic <laughs> We're talking the Bad Batch. Let's do it. It's season two, episodes nine and ten, The Crossing and Retrieval. Uh we had a it, it's a nice little arc. It'll be nice to talk about in a in a pairing, which is uh which is perfect. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um a lot of a lot of characterization development, which I really appreciated. Um and the fallout of Echo being gone, kind of being the main crux of that first episode and then the fun more exciting adventure stuff in the second episode uh but uh how are we feeling overall about these two yeah i really liked how you touched on the the fact that these are like two really good episodes to talk about kind of together because i feel kind of like a cheater now because i watched them both today um i hadn't caught up on it until this morning um, so watching them back to back, I'm like, damn, I didn't even really get no cliffhanger or anything, which like, it's not like there was some super suspenseful cliffhanger. I mean, it wasn't like there was a character that we were like on the verge of death when the last yeah. episode ended or anything. But, um, yeah, man, I really like these two episodes. Um, I just got the one thing that I really wanted to take a moment. I just keep coming back to the animation, man. They keep impressing me Gorgeous. week by week. Like, um, that first episode, the crossing, man, there was a scene like that water scene. We, we haven't like, this sounds kind of dumb, but we haven't dealt a ton with like water planets or any real water since kind of like, I mean, we since had that Camino. beach scene. We had that beach scene at the first episode, but that wasn't like involved really. Um, man, like just some beautiful shots and some beautiful work and, um, a couple characters, I think got some development, I guess, kind of in coordinates with another, like some other characters in the show that we don't typically see, which I thought was really really good um something that bode w- boded but bade bade bode bode <laughs> well uh, i don't know but went well for the episode i thought um i i really enjoyed them both um like i said we'll kind of talk about that uh, my favorites will kind of fall in line with that too so it'll be a pretty seamless conversation but i really enjoyed them both i not much you can say really no i feel <laughs> you how about you joe how you feeling about them i love that every episode there's just something that happens that splits the crew up into a group that we haven't seen before. And it, you know, it's, it's, oh, it's gonna happen. No, every episode. And it's, it's always like, oh, rocks fell in between them and now they're separated. And it's like, every time I see it, I'm like, oh, now it happened. Now let's see how these two will, you know, what development they'll get. And it's like, I love it. Every episode, it's something different. Um, and like, tech is just actually, a real character now like he like oh, so nice actually has yeah, a personality man. and there's it, they're not like all just 
the same clone anymore. Like they are very different. They like yeah yeah. I don't know. They they all have their surfacely different. But they've always been very, it's the mission. We have to follow the mission. This is yeah. what we're doing. And now we're getting a chance to see them in, in their own in their own skin, coming to their own character. And it's really, really cool, you know. I think the highlight of Episode Nine for me was Tech and Omega, obviously. I don't feel like anyone oh, yeah. who would, uh, would, would disagree there. Did I robot there for a second? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Y'all were frozen, so... Uh, but yeah, I felt uh, I felt really really good about their connection over the course of the episode. Uh you can definitely feel the the missing piece that is Echo, you know? It feels like he might have been a grumpy son of a bitch, but he was their grumpy son of a bitch and he kind of kept them kind of kept them at from each other's throats. The way Wrecker and Tech were like going at each other at the beginning real like uh yeah. real passively like uh i loved that shit dude because they met the, everyone's dealing with the fact that they miss echo in a completely in their own ways yeah and uh yeah. i love that especially with omega being the only one who's like wanting to actually talk about it and all the rest of them are like uh well we're just gonna fucking move on this is what we do we're soldiers you know crosshair made his choice the way that like every time crosshair was like called back to everyone like paused and was like uh this my just, boy I- before I forget, fuck Sid. I'm on the fuck oh, Sid train. Like, Sid. fuck, fuck Sid. I don't know. She, like, af- like she literally, like, even though she's, she's like, I didn't need you to, to give me a history lesson or whatever. And it's like, but he did. And he's totally right. And he just, like, they saved your ass and went above and beyond. And you're not even gonna, like, you sent them on this mission now they're trapped. You're not going to do anything. Like, oh, I'll and see what I can do. Bitch like, like yeah. I, it made me wonder my tune about Fee completely. Yeah. Like, Fee's dude. taking over. She's the new Sid. I said this from the start, man. They're going to be, that's the new person that they're going to get missions and information from. They're going to go on treasure hunts instead. They're going to, they're going to do stuff for themselves, not for Sid. You know, it's going to be like, I don't know. Okay. I like that. I was going to say, I don't think they're going to get missions from Fee. I think their liberation is a liberation from listening to fucking anybody and doing what they want to do and uh, finding their own contacts and doing their own shit. Um, and I think realize for- Sid is just a lesser version of this Mo whatever guy in, in this episode ten, the evil. Fuck bastard. that guy, Mako. Fuck this guy too, Mako. Yeah, fuck Mako too. Sid's not Mako. But on a small, you know, on a lesser degree, she, you know, keeps a lot of the spoils for herself while she will give the Bad Batch seemingly nothing, you know, for, for what they're doing. They're doing all of the work. Um, so, um, I don't know, maybe... The Bad Batch says workers' rights, man. Mm. It's that unionize and kill your kill your employer. Yeah, and I mean, they really showed how, like, they were blind to it. You know, they were like, no, I, I have to work for him. He, he gives me everything. You know, oh, I have been, to be the top earner. He's what's been keeping us alive, you know, like. And you see him eating. <clears throat> that dude just absolutely scarfing. Um, I really like uh, I really like that you touch on that, that they're kind of like talking about that dynamic um, with Mako and stuff and how they kind of like see the flaws or the wrong in that. Um you know, you taught, you mentioned Colton, the liberation of kind of the bad batch coming maybe, um, and kind of doing their own thing. Um, 
I mean, how many times do we hear like we're soldiers, like we have a mission or whatever? Like, I think that's kind of a similar sort of hurdle that they're going to try to jump through. Um, that's definitely like nowhere near as easy as like having a piece of shit like Mako as your boss and telling him to get the hell out of here, chucking him into a pit of, um, you know, lava or or, or, or BM or what I can't see them. Ipsium. Ipsium. <clears throat> um, mm-hmm. but. Um, I do like that that, that you could kind of like, I think it'd be interesting to come back to this once the finale goes, if they do kind of do what you said and like liberate themselves, it could be kind of seen as like a little bit of a turning point, like losing Echo, having this kind of fall, like this, this mission or whatever with Mako and seeing kind of like how that kind of went, I could see something similar um, and that kind of being an important step for them. Um, But yeah, no, I really like that you touched on to the batch and not only just Omega, but the batch kind of like I I even put in my notes, the things I put down was like Omega, like all of a sudden, like reaching our sassy teen years because the loss of Echo and stuff was like, that's just totally different dynamic with her. And I loved it. Loved every second of it. Be careful. And she's like, I know. She's like, you want to keep telling me what to do? And I know what I'm fucking doing. Okay. Omega's it asking feels, the it feels hard earned questions too. too. No, I she's asked, earned I too. Yeah. No, she's she is like she's the adult of the group now and she's older than all of them. Like after I guess this is my favorite scene after they get washed in the waterfall and then Tech and Omega yeah. just sitting down there and just talking. Easy favorite um, scene. Omega is like we're family, aren't we? And Tech is like, "Well, uh yeah." And then Omega's like, "Well, then why don't we act like it?" And Tech like it stumps the fuck out of him. Like, there were things that, that were stumping him before, and then he was like, because it's it's so cool to think about. Like, he's just never thought of these things before. It's like, we kind of have to think of them as, like, a baby, you know? Like, they're still human, but they kind of have, like, a droid factor to them. And, like, they have programming, and they were programmed to think a certain way. And now that... They're experiencing these things, and Omega's asking these questions of things that they've never had to think about before. It's, like, so cool seeing them, like, contemplate and be like, oh my god, yeah. Like, wow, I've never thought about this before, but it's so obvious now that you're saying it out loud, Omega. Like, because whenever Tech or Tech responds with, like, we're family, aren't we? He's, like, he sighs, you know, he, he, he like, lets out, like, oh, man, all right, fine. Now I have to deal with it. Now I have to yeah. out loud say... I miss Tech, or I miss Echo, and I miss Crosshair. You know, like, they both chose a different path, but we just gotta move on. And he became, like, it was the nicest thing that he said to Omega. Like, most thought it, like, I don't know, it was like, we have to respect their decision. Even though it can be difficult, we just have to move on, you know. Yo, Um, you know what I've, like, I'm really curious, because Omega's, like, a perfect genetic strand cast of Django Fett. But female. Uh, She's, hmm. that's the only change. I'd be so interested if we ever get something in the future with Jango Fett in his days as a Mandalorian foundling, feeling like a, feeling almost like an outsider, like everyone's, everyone's feeling a certain type of way, acting a certain type of way. And she's sitting there like, y'all, I don't, I don't get it. You know, like, I don't get why y'all aren't on the same page as me, why y'all don't seem to think that hmm. like this like that we are a family you know like what's uh i th- I think it's so interesting to think about the fact that omega and boba fett are like they have a lot in common as far as their longing for a family and the way that boba he loses it as soon as he loses his dad you know like uh and yeah. i think that's a it's an interesting possibility for omega is just kind of yeah, it's just 
Kind of like a mirror of Luke and Leia. Like Omega's mm-hmm. Leia and Boba's the... Well, Boba's not necessarily Luke. You know, that's that doesn't... No, really yeah, they're not the same characters, but I get what you're saying. One that's, that's more towards you're a Jedi, he went down the obvious Jedi path. The weapon, the power, the, mm. you know, that, that path. Leia strayed away from it and went down politics and trying to help without all of that, you know, and stuff, so. Uh, I am cool. But, yeah, I don't know. I love uh, Omega. Omega, she she gets my uh, my character and performance of this episode. Um, just for, I don't know, she seems, she's not this... I never saw her as annoying, ever, in season one even, but a lot of people did somehow. But if you're finding Omega annoying now, and you don't like Omega, then I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you're just a child hater, or you're misogynistic, or both, I don't know. Um, but Omega is like, she's coming into her own, and she's becoming a badass now. Um, so, Michelle Ang. Um, no, yeah, Omega. easy... Uh... She got my performance as well. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely got my performance. I did have to go with tech for character. Simply because there was so much development and getting to understand tech. I like mm-hmm. that they like firmly were yeah. like, yeah, this man, this, this character is autistic coded. Um, I, like my favorite line is what tech is what tech says when he goes, uh, I may process moments oh, and thoughts man. differently, but it does not mean that I feel any less than you. And, uh, I loved that line. That was easy. It was easily my favorite. And, uh, just because it was so vulnerable for a character like tech to say something like that, we've never heard him get like this. And that's why he got my favorite character and favorite line. And uh, it just made me really happy to see him be yeah. vulnerable with Omega, specifically Omega. Like that, that makes me very happy because Omega is the one who's going to be able to reach them in that way. Uh, be yeah. able to get them to change yeah. their, not change their ways, but to open their minds a little bit. And I really, really love that. Cause even at first, um, tech, like whenever Omega stormed off and was kind of like, oh, I just want to be alone. Tech was like, I don't understand. Why is she mad? You know, he was like, I don't understand. And then Hunter and Record were like, what is your problem? Yeah, you know, they were like, go go talk to her, you know. Like, after a while, they are like, come on, go talk I to love, her. I love better. that record was like, well, you see, <laughs> um, you didn't had, handle that the best. Yeah, they had, I don't know, it's fair, I don't, Tech, I guess, like, that line, that was my favorite line. I think I even, like, texted you immediately after the episode, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I loved that line. I like, um, it's this, that scene, this scene, that one scene of this episode is so strong. But That's an all-time... A Star Wars yeah. animation scene, but like whenever they're whenever Omega's actually just mining the Ipsium, like and and they like trust each other now. Like Tech is like, you know what? I do trust you. You know what you're doing. Um, Omega's like, go get me all my empty other empty canisters. You know he doesn't ask any questions. He's like, okay, you know what? I'm listening. You know, let's let's do this together. Um, you know they fall down. Like they go through that whole journey together, and that's what makes them well, sitting they don't just there. Fall. Omega yeah. falls. Tech dives made me very oh. happy. Oh, dude, he didn't know like that. He didn't know that there was water down there. Pitch black down there. He was like, like "I have no choice." Omega's yep. going. I'm going after. Her. And I was like, "Oh my god, I love that." That made me so happy. It was adorable. Ben, both both episodes had some pretty big uh, leaps of faith. I think you could say in like the literal sense, it was pretty cool. Uh, that was I have the next episode. I'll kind of touch on that a little bit, but. No, yeah, that's, yeah man. that's my favorite scene. There's, Next episode. 
Yeah, there was some really good good stuff in this episode. Like, it's not often you get like an episode where your characters get kind of boxed into a setting that's like, I guess you'd say away from where we would perceive the action, if that makes sense. Like, you know, their ship gets stolen. Like, the whole point is like to go get the ship or get get out and like. So, um, I just really they did a lot with it, you know, and um, I. Like you said, Joe, you really hit a good point too earlier where you talked about how each episode, you know, you kind of get that trope where like one group separated from another and it kind of provides a nice little moment for like some, you know, development between two characters who maybe kind of need it. And in this episode, I mean, it screamed. It really did scream. It was written and and portrayed in the right way where it's Tech and Omega, you know, Mm -hmm. that felt like an earned moment, a needed moment. Um, And um, yeah, I mean, it's hard uh, to go away from that moment in the, uh, under the aqueduct and stuff in that little like pool area, beautiful scenery, the animation looks like, oh. fantastic. And like, I mean, like her wet that's, hair a, that's too. a, yeah, like, I mean, and, and that's, yeah. A, yeah. that's a really like scary thing to like recover from. Like you just fell to through the depths of like darkness into nearly drowned. Yeah, I, I mean, like, a lot of shit went down, and her first thing, like, isn't, like, freak out about, like, what she just went through. It's more like, he left, and you don't care. Like, why is it, you know what I mean? And, I love man, how it's they just, like, rolled. to me, it, Like, they're, it, them getting out of the water was exactly the same. Did you, like, it, like, I mean, they're animate, like, literally, like, they did the same movements. They rolled over, they both lay down, they coughed, like, exactly the same as they got out of the water. Mm. Um, I don't know, like... Almost to the point where I think they literally used the same animation, but just yeah. on the different body, like, of right. the character. Like, it, it is that, like, that similar. Um, but no, that, man, yeah, that's, it's crazy how, really, that, like, Omega and Tech being together is, like, the biggest part of the episode. Like, it is really, that's, like, the whole episode. That's like, the no, point yeah, of the episode. Yeah, sure, it is. That's sure. the that's mm-hmm. the point. Like it's it's really well, just getting to that point. Yeah, and I think that's why the the next episode worked so well as like a pair between these two. Is that like you get that moment? It felt so deserved, so earned for both characters, and so needed. You know, um, mm-hmm. and then you kind of get like a payoff. Like the next episode, I feel like you kind of see like, I mean, we'll we'll touch on it, but I just felt like the the next episode worked so well to show like it didn't feel like they just moved on from Echo's absence. You know what I mean? They they definitely delved into it in, in, cro- in the crossing. And then that next episode, like, it, it felt like the correct next step, I guess, if that makes mm. sense. Like, it, it um, you know, it'd be kind of silly if, if he leaves and then it's just like, we have to stick to the mission or we have to get right. our ship back and, like, just move. You know what I mean? Um, I, I thought that that was, like, a perfect kind of, like, I wouldn't even say filler is the right word. It's just like, it was a really good like sequence was, of events to go through needed. what happened. Yeah. It was and, needed in order for the story to, I don't know, not make sense, but progress off properly. Say. Yeah. Progress. Like, and uh, such. Yeah. They would, they would miss echo. They would have a period of time where they're like, God damn, man, that was our dog. Like what the fuck? Like we are down and out right now. Uh, and I like that at the beginning of the next episode when they're trying to figure out how to track the ship and Omega's like, what about Gonky? What if we just tried to track down Gonky? And Tech's like, that is an ingenious idea. Like, he's getting less like, that's actually a good idea. Whoa, you actually thought of something helpful. He's just, 
that's ingenious. I like that. You know, like he's, he's, he's more go with the flow. Like, you know what? I'm not the only one who has to come up with the good ideas mm-hmm. and, uh, with the smart ideas, I should say, not just good ideas. Uh, and I really love that. You know, I think that's a, it, it was a sign. It's a, it's a small itty bitty sign of growth from tech. And, uh, have we given out all our favorites from episode nine? We, uh, I don't know if I've given out any, but, um, I have mine. Go ahead. Let me hear them. Um, so I went tech for the character. Uh, like I said, I mean, I just felt like that was the character who most deserved that, like, kind of arc in this episode, I guess you could say. Um, and I just felt like he showed, uh, you kind of hit it too, Colton. Just, like, the growth with him was just so profound, I felt like. Um, and, you know, like we talked about, like, um, you know, Omega's a character who is, like, growing up naturally. Like, she is going to need these moments where, like, she needs that figure. And, like, so often in season one, we saw that fall to hunter and then so often do we see like wrecker be like the kind of fun uncle character and then Mm. you've just kind of got these outcasts of like tech and echo and um and such who like don't really feel like they get that moment um and i i really really thought that just just like you said the growth he showed in the episode but also just like you know the vulnerability he showed with omega that's probably what goes the most like he may not have done like said or or did the you know, some of the things that like you'd see accustomed to Hunter in terms of like being the figure for her. But I mm-hmm. thought that the the vulnerability is it's it's kind of like when I don't know, like, you know, there's like some of your friends who maybe like at least me, like I have friends who really don't talk so much about like maybe it's their emotions or just like certain mm-hmm. things that are just kind of like touchy things they don't really like to talk about. But when right. suddenly they like break that down and talk to you, you're like, OK, I like you. You have this click where it's like wow, that's kind of an, like, this is totally out there, totally different. Like, they're being vulnerable with me in a way that I'm not totally customary to them. Like, mm-hmm. rather than me, like, call to that or, like, try to, like, you know, talk to them. It is like, hey, this is where I listen. This is where, like, I right. let them dump that. And, like, that to me shows the growth. That, you know, that that's something that everyone can relate to. Everybody has a friend or maybe it's a parent or a relative or, or someone, you know, that, that has that, like, where it's like, they're very closeted with their emotions. Um, and when they break it down, all of a sudden it's like, man, that was really powerful because like, you just don't get that from them typically. Right. Um, right. and I just thought that to me earned him the best character for me. I just thought that was huge growth. And like I said, I think the impact it had on Omega was huge. Like it may not have been the way she processes or thinks about those things, but the fact that he actually took the time to, to, you know, come out of a shell in that regard, I think probably registers, you know, tenfold with her. Whereas, you know, Hunter might take that moment, your Hunter might have a moment with her where it's just like a teaching moment or something. This didn't feel like that. This felt like a moment where they both needed that from one another at the same time. Like, Mm. I just, I thought that was really powerful. Um, Especially like, just like the ambiance of that scene too, like just the, kind of the the surrounding area and just the the total the like soft blue lighting, privacy. Mm. Yeah, the pri the total privacy, the lighting, everything. Just like I thought, just elevated that scene to a really good level for me. Just really enjoyed it. Um, I also went Omega uh, Michelle Ang for the performance. I just thought there was a lot of depth in the emotion. It's not. I mean, o- Omega is an emotional character in some regards. Uh, in a lot of episodes, it's just. For me, like the the depth of emotion in this episode just registered at a different type of she's, level. She's been doing she's been doing a lot of heavy lifting the last few episodes as far as getting more emotional and not so 
always kind of sounding like this and really positive and happy and yeah. outgoing. She's she's getting a little bit more thoughtful and sad and all that. <laughs> Man, is that no, just... sweet though for the episode? For the Oh no! I guess I put Omega for my character, but I just, but Michelle Ang got the sweet for the performance. And the was your scene also the one in the cave, or did did you actually? Yeah, that was my scene. Was, I just so I yeah, don't know if there's feel, anything yeah. else you can take from it. Like there's mm-hmm. just that, that scene. Like for me, the animation just pulled me in so quickly, and then just the emotion mm-hmm. and like impact of that scene alone. It's just like it's hard to turn away mm-hmm. from it. Um, it's just to me the way I put it in my notes was it was just a very much needed like endearing moment between those two like something that you're not accustomed to. Those are the kinds of things that like pull you out of the fact that it's a children's show and it's like at any age you can relate to that. At, um, you know that kind of emotional display between those two like that's something that just you know whether like I said I mean for me like there is a there's you know a friend or a two two friends or something that i can think of that like you know you've had a moment like that with or like for me like sometimes my dad like it's not always something that like you know sometimes you don't always get that kind of emotional feel and and soft touch from you know a parent a relative or a friend like i said so like it's just something that you can really relate to i thought i thought at any age it's just something like can really yeah like to me that's just the whole point is like Yes, we talk about this. It's you know, it's it's animation, and it's clearly like it's a kids show to a degree. But um, you know, when you can get the kind of emotional and, and the and the tug at the heartstrings that way at any age, that that's when you've really crossed the threshold of like being more than just that. If that makes sense, and yeah, that's sure. just why I like this show so much. Um, at, this yeah, has to teach just, kids lessons. Like at the end of the day, kids will be watching this, and kids brains are very spongy very malleable you know like if it does not have these things in it you know if like if they do not see that a guy hoarding every resource for his own and and eventually you know like sharing is good you know like that that is what the show is is ultimately doing that's it is meant for kids to instill good values you know Mm. uh and and i like i would have no problem showing this cartoon to my kid the only part that gets me, like, I don't know, there's some parts that are kind of like, like, you know, whenever Rampart just offs a clone, uh, you know, right then and there, it's, I don't know, it, it, there's some parts that are kind of iffy, but it's like, I don't know, it's always done in a way where it, it seems that maybe this is like a, a teenage, or like preteen kind of show, um, I see, like, like, uh, I get what you're saying, but I think it's important for kids to recognize, uh, good and evil. Like, there's, there's no, there's no question about who we are not rooting for whenever Rampart does that. Like, a kid's supposed to watch that and go, that's the bad guy. You know, like, that's who I am not supposed to like. Um, and uh th- i think mm. the same thing could be said for mako i think the same thing can be said for like there's 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 more ambiguous characters in this show than there are not so it's like like with crosshair and with sid and with the likes of them you know like there needs to be moments like that to let you know who the bad people are and uh Air and echo are really gone like they're not in the episodes at all Mm-mm. that's kind of nuts like I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of shocked by the amount of no crosshair yeah this season. Uh I think that's, that's been kind that's of jarring. On pur- that's on purpose. That like this it's 
I think the main theme of it all is like your found family, you know, and, and the true family here is is what is what is left. Um, and because Echo, you never quite fit in, you know. Now he's with with who he really belongs with. It feels like, and Crosshair just. I don't know, never saw eye to eye with the group. Yeah, right? He's not where he belongs, but sadly he kind of is where he belongs. Um, part of me, but it's... a part of me wonders if maybe we're just, they're just kind of uh, like, uh, you know, there's been episodes where like we've delved away from the batch. Like uh, I can't remember the name of the episode specifically, but it was the ones we discussed. Uh, I think it was, it was like 79 or 89. And... Yeah. Yeah. We delved away from the batch and kind mm-hmm. of went, I think those are episodes that we might've probably expected. Like if we were to delve from the bad batch to something else, probably crosshair. And we really haven't gotten that. So part of me wonders if maybe he's going to be a, um, an instrumental piece in kind of the final, like final couple episodes or something. But if he's not like, I think I'm at a point now where like, I'm, I'm okay with that. Like, I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit here and like act like what we've gotten instead hasn't been extremely enjoyable, you know? I think if you said that before the season, you'd probably be like, man, where is Crosshair? Like, where the fuck is this dude? And like, that's not to say I don't want to see him, but I just think they've done such a great job either with the batch and like kind of the tropes of separating them and doing things separate from them in some episodes has just been, it's been plenty fulfilling enough in my eyes that I'm not like overtly like angry about it. Like, you know, hmm. um, but I, that being said, I would like to see some here in the last. Like I said, I think the final stretch will probably get a handful. Um, but right now, I have no real complaints about not getting him. I'm, like you said, I'm, I mean, I'm surprised too. I would have definitely expected it, just given the cliffhanger and then kind of that early. What was that like first four episodes? He was in one of the, I think three or four. He was featured in it. Um, yeah, he if, was if I'm not mistaken, like three, four, phone. maybe even yeah, five three. or something like that. He was so, in three. Um, it was like all about him. And then, yeah, you know, I'm not, I'm not totally like not, I'm not left, I guess, feeling like I've been cheated or something, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense, due to the lack of him. Um, No, but no, I really, I really like like this season's definitely done a lot. Like it's, it's it's been a different change, and and that was to be expected. I mean, given the kind of like wrap the 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 bow tie they put on uh, the last season, like definitely expected a change of pace and a different type of story being told but i've really loved the like there are times where you get an episode where it's just one planet and they're there and then they're gone by the end you know Mm -hmm. and those are great episodes i've enjoyed those and now we the the ones that we stick at one for an episode two or three or whatever um those have been just as good too man it's been really fun to like kind of have a enough variety i guess that sounds stupid because like this kind of show is definitely going to capitalize on that always but I've just, I've really enjoyed, like, you know, if they move on from a plan that, like, I felt like that story was wrapped up. I didn't feel like I was longing for, like, another arc or another, mm, you know, right. piece on that. Like, I felt like it's just been the perfect amount of, like, hey, here's one episode in a vacuum, kind of separate from things. Like, it's not going to, like, hold too much weight in the grand scheme of the story. And then the ones that do hold that, like, those have been just as great, too. I've, I've really, really liked it. It's kind of given it a really nice, like... I guess, I don't know, I'm struggling to kind of word this, like the division of the story. I don't know if that makes sense. Like, it's just been, it feels like it's been put into really good chunks. Like everything Mm -hmm. that's been, it's been cohesive in a sense, which sounds dumb because I just talked about how sometimes it's not. But like, no, no, I get what you're saying, though. They've managed to tie it all together, even in moments where it feels like we are straying. 
like like an episode like episode nine that's an episode that does stand alone really really strongly and is like wow i did not like we're going we're just show up on this planet which never gets a name either which i think is interesting we're mining epsium for sid that's the plan that's all we're doing and then it becomes a truly emotionally compelling episode about why we're missing echo and like uh and then you get to continue that arc in an exciting way in the next episode. And it's like, like I think these two episodes are like a really good example of what this show is capable of. And, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to talk about 10 here because it's another, it's another really, really strong one where, uh, you know, like I said, we, we, we get a really simple view of a greedy, greedy capitalist on a, on a small, tiny scale. And, uh, a bunch of cool new characters, uh, a bunch, uh, a cool couple new droids, which I, I always like a, a, a few new droid designs and, uh, man, some, some sick action. You know, I love, I loved this episode. She's like four for 10, like four for 10 mm. for favorite characters this season. Uh, yeah, you got one, two, three, four. Yep. You got four so far. I almost went with Omega um, here. Um, she's getting the performance again, though, uh, because she's really the the person who's in it the whole entire episode, and she's just, I don't know, talking to everybody. I, I loved her performance, but I think I will give the character to Benny uh, this episode, actually. Even though fuck Benny for betraying Omega after she gave him, like, that ration, you know? I really thought that he was going to be like, oh, my God, now I'll be uh, your friend right then and there. Well... Um, he betrayed her right before. Yeah, he turned on the like. like I don't the think that thing. can be undone, though. Oh, okay. I thought he was gonna like go over. Oh, I guess it like he just told him to come up and walk up. Yeah. Oh, it's so, like the damage. I guess was already done. I guess. Okay. I thought he. That's might've why been, he like, kind of like looks at the door like shit. Like, uh, I guess oh, I thought he. Man. I, I thought he was more like contemplating like going over there and being like, "Hey, everything's all good, actually." Like, mm. I don't know, because I guess I don't know. Uh, but you know he he comes through at the end. You know eventually. Did we, it's, did, sorry, did we get line? Did everybody say their line? Oh no, yeah. One? Go ahead. What was your line for episode nine? Um, I. Me and Colton's was lines. the same. It was the line that Tech gave oh. Omega of "I may process m- moments and thoughts differently, but it does not mean that I feel any less than you." Is what me and Colton. Yeah, I like. I mean, that's a great one. I, hard to disagree. I really liked it right either before or after that. He says, "I'm not sure how I should care about change. It is a fundal, fundamental part of life." Mm. I was really, I really like that one. Really good, like introspective nod. Like it's definitely a like pragmatic way of approaching it, which is very on point for his character. But, um, yeah, I'm gonna take that one just because it's so much more serious. But I really like the one where he's like, "That's not." Or Hunter says, "That's not the only mistake you need to fix." Like angry as fuck mm. when <laughs> that one was funny. And then there was just a funny line that I thought was kind of like, I don't know. Tech has a funny, like, way of just, like, being so blunt about things and stuff that it's just so fun. Sometimes lines are just indirectly funny. Like, um, he said, you must not compromise the mineral vials or you will perish. Like, it's just... <laughs> you the, will the, perish. The, yeah, the, the, how... The, the, vocab, the vocabulary combined with, like, the delivery mm-hmm. of... Them how is just, like, casual he is with death. Yeah, how yeah, it's I like, find yeah, so if this happens... Like, 
you will die. Sorry. It's so ironically funny for me. So I really like those, but no, I really like that one. That whole conversation, there's like a, there's a line in just about every single sentence in that one that's super, super good. But I really like mm-hmm. the, I'm not sure how I should care about change. It is a fundamental part of life. And like, I, yeah. I mean, it just goes to speak like they all like process and that's think about, nice. okay, Siri. Did not mean to talk to you. That's um, not nice, man. Dang. They just they talk about things in such drastically. They process and think and talk in such different ways. Mm. And I just love that. Like it just shows. Like he doesn't really know. Every, like he knows a lot, but like when it comes to the intricacies of like emotion and 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 you know all these different things, he doesn't Hitting have it all figured out. Time. And that it's, it's like this. It's. Yeah. It's the whole like imperfectly perfect type thing that like just really is always just a tr- that's like kind of a little trope or gag I guess about like certain characters and shows or movies that I don't ever really get tired of as long as it feels earned which with tech I think it's exactly on brand so I just really like a line like that I think it does goes a long way and I think it also does it it goes a long way to like we have such a balance of characters in that batch and I can't think of a better way for like a character like Omega to grow up and, and develop than with like mm-hmm. such a wide variety and balance of, 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 you know, pragmatists versus, you know, emotionalists and, and, you know, all these different things. Like it's just going to go a long ways in like developing such a well-rounded and in touch person like Omega who already has like clearly that like inclined to be that person. It's just, to me, it's like just a really good, um blend for her to kind of like grow and develop i just think that having these one-on-one solo moments with all these different characters gives her such a wide range of like how to feel think and process like super good in my opinion man i really thought that benny for a second here i thought he was about to join the batch and you know i thought and i'm like well i don't know if i'd really want him to i'm not sure but like and then i got me thinking i'm like man do you think we get any new additions to the Bad Batch. You know, like, we've had mm. subtractions. We've had Echo leave, and we've had Crosshair leave, but we maybe we get another member somehow? I don't know. And, like, who could that even, you know... Like, it, it, would it be someone like this that they find along the way? You know, and then, like, is, is, is just, like, you know, maybe I do come with you guys. I really saw him being like, man, maybe I do come with you guys. Like... You gave me a ration just for helping you. Like, you saw in his mind, like, what he knew and what his world was. Like, mm. he saw that dusty ration and he was like, oh my god, this is, like, the, the best thing I've eaten in weeks. You know, or, like, months, maybe even years for this kid. And then, like, he he glorifies Mora. What's it, What's this dude's name again? Mako. This, Mock, Mako. Fuck this dude. Um... I hope Mako and Sid get together and then they burn alive together somewhere. I don't know. Maybe Sid not that much yet, but Mako definitely. He's already dead, burned alive in the Ipsum mine, so that's all good. Thank God. Nah, um, he definitely he definitely mauled. He's okay. Yeah, but like She's the fact that he fueled by anger him, and rage to survive. Yeah. I don't know. Like saying that he gives us everything. We wouldn't have survived without him. Like he he he's so generous of what he gives to us, you know. Like that's that's what he thinks and immediately when omega's like huh it's weird it's like the episode doesn't seem depleted at all here uh it's actually like in pretty high concentration he's like that can't be right no way and he looks over and he's like oh maybe my Mother whole life's a lie yeah um 
And so I just got to be thinking that he's sitting in that office that whole time just staring at that data, and he's like, no way, this is fucking real, right? Like, the, maybe this, maybe this, like, girl's little pad thing is just fucking up, I don't know. And then he's like, eventually he's like, you know what? No, fuck this, I, I gotta go get him, you know? Like, I gotta get his ass. What, what makes him wait, you know? Like, he's, he's just waiting in there for a little bit while the altercation happens, you know? He's just kind of waiting in the other room, or I don't know what he's doing. But I gotta imagine he's just kind of like, talking to himself like man fuck this guy i can't believe my whole life's a lie i can't yeah i'm gonna go get him he's practicing like what to say in the mirror like right, as he walks right. out you know sort of thing but it's like when you get sent oh. to your room as a kid it's just like god you go in there and you're like practicing he goes in there he throws say. a few punches at the air oh. <laughs> that's what i'm gonna do whenever i get out there that's what i'm gonna do to him i mean he, he does storm out there and he's like hey you've been lying to us this whole time and he, you know he gets everyone's attention and everyone's like what the fuck are you talking about? But then the top earner, you know, the the top captain, you know, right here. I guess even below the captains here, they looked like there were some, there were some like this was some Oliver Twist there. ass shit. Yeah. His entire workforce um, is children who he's barely. Yeah. Please, sir, can I have some more? It's exactly Dude. that. It is Oliver yeah. Twist. <laughs> yeah, I also I know, was I, getting. I was also getting. Uh, what is it? Is it Temple Temple of Doom? That's, I mean, ah, that's yes. not the same because, like, they're, like, what, like, brainwashed or, or, like, you know, mind-controlled or some sort of, like, whatever. But, like, yeah, that's kind of, like, the, same thing. the vibe I'm getting. No, I'm, like, Temple the, Doom. Dark, yeah, dark mind, solid like, kids well. working everywhere. I'm, like, oh, God. Um, I also want to say that Mako, like, do you guys remember Plut from Force Awakens? The big, yeah. like... Uncar Plut. Yeah, that, yeah, that's exactly who I was thinking of the entire time Mako was on the screen. I'm, like... Like dishing out rations in return for like things he's selling for an immense profit, and it's like shortchanging. Yeah, just uh, and then also Benny the water, the water. The water. What about what about my water ration? Oh yeah, I was like, somebody stabbed this motherfucker in the tummy. Yeah, like he died in no. such like goddamn it! I really wanted them to beat the shit out of him. I didn't. He, like, <laughs> Everything they did was fucking perfect. The fact that this man was such an idiot, such a giant blubbering fucking fool that he would swing his cane, trip, and fall to his death is hilarious. And the fact oh. that Benny was still willing to try to save him is even better. Like, yeah. like he's like, "Hey, man, you a piece of shit, but we gonna get ours. We ain't gonna let you die like this." And then he tries to take him down with him, and he's like, see, that's, like, I think they handled that fucking perfectly. Right. That whole I mean, scene is incredible, and it is my favorite. The workers rising up, Omega taking the leap of faith for Hunter to come save her. She has no fucking doubt that he is going to save her. Yeah, that was nuts. That was nuts, the trust of Omega and, and Hunter, but then also Tech and Wrecker, boom, boom, pew, pew killing those two droids and everyone was like holy shit a blaster just you know they were like okay you weren't lying like you you were at, you, know, got, you, guys are, like you, you do got it like that but like holy shit we could have all just went up right here you know like um i packed the, that thing too so come around this way you will and, get cracked. but uh no that that oh i put i put mako getting proven guilty as like yeah from that moment on you know whenever he storms out the door he's like Hey, I got the proof right here. It's just like uh, in the Senate, um, whenever yeah. Omega, you know, they're running in with the proof and proving uh, who do they prove wrong? <laughs> Palpatine, but actually just Rampart, I guess. 
It'd have been even funnier if they brought that proof out and Admiral Rampart was like, no, no. And he like started swinging shit around and fell out of the pod and fell a to podium. Oh, and though a podium rises from the top and just Palpatine comes out and he's like, Ugh. and like, it's, I don't know. This was all his plan too to get <laughs> this. I don't know. Like, it's just uh, the, the same thing. A hologram. He rises out of the Ipsium and yeah. he's like, yeah. <laughs> hello, my son. Uh, but. Dude, did anybody else kind of get like young Peter Quill vibes from Benny? Because I just thought that was yeah. totally like from the from like like Chris or uh, Peter Quill and Yondu when he was a kid. There's like yeah. a line where Benny says something like Mako says they are useful skills when he's talking about like being a little thief and shit. Mm. I was like, that is so Yondu right there. Just like because mm. what did he say? He's like, because I was small and I could fit into places that the rest of them couldn't. You be like, a real good thief, there, sir. <laughs> Oh, I just thought, goddamn I thought I good skill to have. That's one of the most like recognizable voices there is, like in Hollywood. Like he might have been your father's son, mm. but he ain't your daddy. Oh man. man. Yeah, no, I, I, th- I don't know what the line is. It's bugging me, but ho- I don't know. Maybe if one of you remember it, but it was when Omega finally realized that, like, oh, it's not just the Empire. There's other people out there, she, and like, yeah. but it like I don't know what that line was, but it was like I had I had text response to it as my favorite, uh, mm-hmm. but Omega says it's not just the Empire we have to worry about. It's pe- there are people that are that are like that, and he's like, and Tech responds like, yeah, unfortunately, yes, but there are people like us too, and that's mm-hmm. something. Like I I like that he and mm-hmm. and and that's something you know mm-hmm. like yeah. That's what yeah. I feel like yeah, I feel like about. that shows his growth too. Like I don't I don't know if that's something that like he I I guess you like I believe that from him much more after the events of the prior episode if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like like I truly feel that he not only believes but like he's saying that from a true place of like Yeah. I don't know. I mean like we talk about like hope is such a common thread in like post post prequel star wars you know literally and figure like just in every sense of it like it is a huge huge aspect of it and i that is something i never ever ever get tired of. i never once see something mm-hmm. that like provides that glimmer of hope within this dark wretched like galaxy at this point in the like timeline and i just get like man you know i've seen that too much like I, i'm kind of like well, i'm whatever. a sucker for it no. every time no it, it it's fucking great man mm. like I, maybe that's just like the positive like the the glass half full in me that just like eats that shit up but like I, i'm not i don't feel it's wrong the for that yin man and the like, yang, i man. love that shit it's um, yin yang george loves his yin yang dave filoni loves his yin yang for every amount of evil that you have for just how evil palpatine is you have to have that counter of just as good and you have luke leia the resistance the yeah like yeah i mean like it and it, it's true like it, it holds out like for for everything and that's what tech is saying you know he's like you're 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 focused on the negative you know you're you're only focused on all the bad that's out there you just have to realize that if there even is good out there if there is evil, there is good. There is the counter. Um, and man, I, it's like it's nuts that this is coming out of out of the show. Um, like it's so damn good. It's so yeah, damn good. But it was it was for that interaction that I went with Omega for my favorite character. Mm. Uh, Tech got the line there, and I gave the performance to Yuri Lowenthal as as Benny. 
Benny. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good old Spidey. Yeah, Spidey and Ben Ten and and who was he in Fallen Order? What was one of the additional voices? Yeah. Uh, so it looked like uh, it looked like from what I could tell, it was uh, he was at least one of the. Uh, fuck, I already forgot the what it was. Brothers, the fifth. The, brother. Yeah. Fifth he was one of the archer. He was literally. It said he was like the archer brother or whatever Arch- of, from yeah. Dathomir. Like he was just all of uh, the like archer. That's right. Uh, whatever from Knight Brothers, the Ar- Knight yeah, Brother Knight Archer. Brothers. Yeah, mm. that that's I saw. I, I don't know if he was all of them or just one of them, but fuck, him. get him in everything. Get him in anything mm. and everything. He was, but not nah, voice had credits for he had credits for Rogue One Solo. Um, I think all of this. Dude sequels, had seven hundred ninety-one IMDb credits. That's fucking nuts. Voice well, actors yeah, no. are on a different level. Oh my god, what's his name? Oh my God, Darth Vader voice James Earl Jones. Thank you. Yeah. Wow. Um. Anyway, like he one of his like most known quotes is just like if if you can act or like, I don't know what it is exactly. But he's like if you can act, like try not to move or you know he's like ideal something along those lines of like just try not to move and just voice act. That's the the best way to. It's just the best way to go about it. You don't have to move. You get get the check. You know. I don't know. It's and. And that I don't know that would he, be kind of sick to to be I, the voice of like Spider Man to be the voice of you know like um to play that game can you imagine playing that game and hearing your voice as the main character like that'd be I, nuts like I hear you on that quote and I get it in some aspects but one thing I will say is that if you watch like the actual like camera footage of some of like some like of the most iconic like voice acting performances you've seen. They are oh, yeah. animated as fuck, and I feel like you can always tell, like, like I don't even need to see the camera footage sometimes when I get a line in, like, an animated series to know that they were literally throwing every part of them into that line. Like, you can tell that, like, you can picture the animation in their bodies that they're Heath doing, like, Ledger, as they're speaking these lines. In Star Wars, um, we have Mark, one. Hamill. Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill as the Joker. The, uh, the Joker was the connection there. Yeah, um, I mean, fire, but, like, but... if you, like... No, I know this guy's an actor, so, like, I'm not trying to, like, discredit voice actors at all. But, like, what comes to my mind is, like, Tom Hanks as Woody. Mm. Like, there are screens, like, 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 camera shots of him, like, acting. And, like, there are certain lines yeah. in it, like, where oh, you can just, like. Toy. Yeah, exactly. Like, like you can oh, just can. see, like, they're getting into yeah. it, man. I or love, him in Polar I, Express. I, like, I, I could see him belting out that hot chocolate song in Polar Express. Tom Hanks. Oh, he probably <laughs> killed that shit in the studio. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, that. Um, <laughs> yeah. But no, Yuri. Yeah, I guess I didn't go with him for the performance. I still went with Michelle Lang as Omega here, but I, I did go with him for the character because hey. you know it, it did it did suck to have the betrayal, you know. Um, but that's all he knew. That was his whole life. That's 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 just what he knew. But at the end, yeah, certain, you know, everything's everything's certain, all good at the end. There's um, definitely a certain comfort with him, and that like like yeah. he would rather have the like certain like. There's a quote I just read. It's like, you'd rather deal with, like, the evil you know than the evil you don't know. Like, you, you would yeah. rather deal with, like... So, like, you can tell, like, that's how wounded he is. Like, it's not yeah. fair. It's not okay. But, mm. like, that's just kind of his, like, thinking yeah, on it, I yeah. guess. Um, the but no, I loved the line. Mm. I loved the line where he was like, 
oh, you guys aren't miners. And Omega's like, oh. yeah, you stole the <laughs> ship from the wrong motherfuckers, bro. Like, yep, yep. we got that it like that. That was one of my lines. That was one of my lines I put in there. I loved that one. That was great. Uh, <sighs> he was my performance, though. Yuri, I, as soon as he came on my screen and I heard his actual voice, I think that was like within 30 seconds of the episode beginning, I was immediately like, dude, I know this voice. Who is it from? Like, and then when I saw Yuri Lowenthal, I'm like, that is, I'm pretty sure, Spider-Man. Like, I'm pretty sure that's Spider-Man mm. PS4, if I'm not mistaken. And look it up, and like, boy, that is one underrated part about Star Wars animation is like, you get these characters that may only show up for mm. an episode, or like maybe a couple, or whatever. But man, they do their work. Like, they have dudes dudes and, and females that just have this track record of just immense immense voice acting talent and i will never ever get tired of getting these like just one episode with this character because it's like you can attach to them so hard in that one episode it's just amazing like like, i love that i love that aspect of it it's such like a such like a i don't know like something i just love doing is like hearing a voice and i'm like god i love this like who the fuck is this voicing this character and then you Mm -hmm. find them and you're like oh my god like this is a profound person to me in like so many different ways and now i finally have an actual like real life human face attached to it this is awesome Mm. it's like a whole new level to the fandom that like is just so underrated to me i just never get tired of that sorry oh oh hold on maybe wait a sec okay there no, I think you're good. Your video was just kind of getting there. Everything good? I feel like it. I think so. Uh-huh. Okay. Do. Okay. God, do you remember when shit like this would happen on the old platform and it would just be like catastrophic? It would, it would just actually be like catastrophic. Yeah, that's like, just, that just ruinous. No, yeah, like, uh, at least Discord is still picking up all the fucking audio. Squadcast would be like, oh, I haven't picked up anything for the last hour and a half. Oh, jokes on you, bud. Or like when, or when it would like separate. Mm -hmm. So like you would have like everyone's audio for an hour, but like mine would be gone. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, that that was terrible. Happened all the time. Terrible. I do know a jump. I could jump right in uh, if you want. Okay. Um, I wanted to ask if you thought that Yuri or not Yuri, if Benny would be returning or not, because there was the line as he did say, he's like, "Hey, if you ever need a thief, let me know." And I don't think he's, like, going to join the Batch or anything like that or be a crucial part of the show. But I think he's, like, the equivalent of the uh, sisters, like, in Coruscant, deep in the, like, in the garage yeah, that Trace we see in, like, Clone Wars. Yeah, I think it's it's kind of like them. I mean, it's, like, kind of the same deep, you know, down in Coruscant. They have a little garage, you know. Um, I mean, not the same storylines, but um, I feel like their amount that they show up is is about the same in the Bad Batch here. Like, I think we might see him next season on, like, a... Like, the thing I see happening is they're on a treasure hunt, you know, with... In the future, and then he just so happens to be somewhere. Or they maybe go back for Ipsium, or, I don't know, something like that, and, and they, they they check in and see how they're doing. Um, no, yeah, I could see him popping up again once, once or twice. I don't think it'll be, like, a recurring role or anything, but... Uh... Yeah, I thought he was a uh, like frankly um it's funny that he got like your favorite character and stuff because I felt bad for the kid but he annoyed the living shit out of me. He was annoying uh, for like yeah. most of the episode. Oh no, totally. Um, but that's that's the point. 
that like that's the whole point of his character is that that's that is how brainwashed he is like that he I'm not he even was, bothered by the way he's brainwashed like uh, legitimately just his presence bothered the shit out of me and I don't have a good reason really? he was like I'm on my I'm on my Toto shit right now uh uh to- Toto 360 I I, I don't fuck with Benny. Toto? No, no, not nearly as much as Toto. But like my reason for disliking Toto, I don't really have one. Um, I just don't fuck with that guy. Um, Benny, their thing where I'm just like, this guy just annoys the living shit out of me. Like you said, maybe he'll join the batch, and I was like, fuck, I sure hope not. I don't don't know why. I'm just not. (laughs) I don't fuck with Benny. I really, I know, but like, I think Omega gets a boyfriend eventually, or a partner eventually, and I think she comes back to Benny. That's my prediction, is that this that this is Omega's first love interest, eventually. They come back for some Ipsium, I don't know, like, Sid, Omega I think is this so is, gay. You think? I was waiting for I was, it, I, I was, I was, this is, in, this is I was so excited to hear what his response was going to be to that. <laughs> he just went on a whole, like, it, like, rant about how this dude annoyed the fuck out of him. And you basically just said, he's going to be the. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I, no, I don't think it's going to work out. Like, I don't think they'll work out. Awesome. But, like, I think Omega, like, oh, starts man. to think, like, maybe I, I don't know. She's going to date, event, you know. The Batch is going to probably. No. Get with Pete. You know they're not they're not on missions anymore. They'll have time to settle, maybe you know, and like actually slow down a little bit and live life. Like, yeah, I, I see, I, <laughs> I I see Omega definitely. I don't know. I don't know. I could see her gaining a love interest for sure, but uh, it wouldn't be for a long time. Like, I don't think she's gonna have any sort of uh, like there's that episode where they shoehorn in Clone Wars Ahsoka that brief love interest she has, which I thought was dumb as hell. Mm, again like yeah. the again only... for me i just <laughs> there's you not a, him, so there's not a character that. there's not a character in star wars you can convince me is like less straight up straight, straight. Yeah. yeah okay just because it's so just because it's so vast there's such a giant variety like at minimum at at bare minimum y'all are by like at at the absolute that's my least. that's my that's my assumption right now baseline yeah yeah well, my baseline thing, is, uh, is omega's buy right now so, mm-hmm. uh, so no yeah i get the, i can get i can get behind that for sure i can get behind that for sure one thing that's like interesting to kind of like i guess like in this realm if you're going to talk about it is like she's really not going to have anyone to look for anything to kind of like define what that's going to look like which is probably the purest way to go about it for her you know what i mean like mm-hmm. she's really just going to get to a person like i'm like it's gonna click with her like no matter who or what or anything like that's what's i think gonna be like interesting is like if the time would come where like a love interest makes sense like it can be seamlessly tied in very easily because like she's not gonna have like this like clear-cut image of like what a relationship is supposed to look like it's just gonna be her approaching it all on her own terms all in her own like realm of thought and feeling which is probably the most genuine and pure way to go about it you know it's just I, I that's that's kind of my two cents i guess but no i i like this episode i haven't i haven't given any favorites yet not mm. not trying to be like a pick me bitch or anything but no let's let's hear go ahead let me hear them 
Let's hear it. Yeah, I'm going to go character Omega. I just feel like these two episodes alone were just so strong for her. I gave the performance to Michelle Ng last episode, so I think it's okay and fair to give uh, character to Omega. I just felt like she probably uh, – Benny and her probably had the most, like, screen time, I guess, and, like, I guess mm-hmm. chance to kind of capture that, like, character favorite for me. Um, but I just feel like that leap of faith moment for her is so powerful in the vacuum of, like I said, I watched those episodes back to back, like, like really in, in rapid succession. So like seeing that kind of arc play out so quickly in front of me was just super enjoyable. Um, just a very, like, like I said, just like where she was at kind of in her own little arc with these two episodes felt so powerful. Um, you know, uh, it's just, it's like I said, you know, there's certain tropes you get in like animation or in movies that just like sometimes they just, you know, when done right, they're really hard to beat. Um, you know, Miles Morales leap of faith quite literally and and his movie comes to my mm-hmm. head. Um, and I'm not claiming that this is like just as good or anything like that, but I mean, like it just felt so earned and felt so strong because, um, Hunter was kind of, um, in the last episode, I guess, like from behind the scenes or behind the shadows, like really advocating for Omega and like her kind of feelings in that moment. Um, so it just felt really strong to kind of like, I, I think they're giving us those Hunter Omega moments in much more subtle and, in in quick bits rather than like, Hey, the whole season is these two. Um, no, yeah. Which we've just gotten to, me, to a like, point. Makes, makes it... We've gotten to a point where Omega's like, nobody's got me. Hunter's got me. And I know that. Yeah, like, and I uh, think that makes it very, very like. I think it makes it much more moving when it happens. You know, me too. Um, if that makes sense. So I really like her for the character performance. Yuri Lowenthal, just that voice is just great. I, you know, an, might have been an annoying character to Colton or, or whatever, and I didn't really quite feel so polarized about him like that. But I, the performance, I didn't is great. truly just either. Great voice I was actor. just a little annoyed. No, no, no. It, hey, uh, hey, I have a prediction that's going to piss you off, sadly. Um, but I, um, I don't know. Uh, sorry, I want to don't continue on. Um, and then for my line, there was just a really like funny one for me. It was, um, it was Mako. He's staying in there. We've all had to make sacrifices and go without, including me. And it was just so funny because it was the most fucking dickheadish line I've ever heard. And then he it was literally just, a second after he was just stuffing his fucking. Yeah, no, that's like that, that to guy. me. This is that. It's like I said, animation. I feel like with like the evil characters, you get such a very Mom. ripe opportunity for ironic like humor, and like that was just just perfect to me. I, I love that like line to like demonstrate just how fucking killable a character was like it's like yep yep you should probably fall off into some uh ipsium in my opinion i Um, tweeted three minutes into the episode that bugs bunny meme the i wish dude i I was so mako a berry die no i was so confused because i had just clicked so i had I was at the I was at the tire place and I was getting ready to start the second episode and I saw you tweet that and like I can't remember what you said I think you said like watching the next episode or watching the new episode or something like that yeah. so I knew you must have just started it and so literally within like two minutes of reading your tweet I get to like the introduction I'm like damn like he really like was he it, it happened fast like he was he wasn't even deep I said I wonder and then. He dies at the end. I'm like, damn. Like he he hadn't seen that shit yet, but he had already seen it. Like he knew. He knew I got what he it. Wanted. I got exactly what I wanted. Like literally two <laughs> minutes into the episode, when Mako 
does like his first few lines, I'm like, oh, this motherfucker better die. Like, I was, I was, <laughs> oh, I pray this guy dies. That's why initially I really wanted him to get beat, beaten the shit out of. You know, I, I do agree that it was handled way better this way. And it, it, it <laughs> they makes do the Game of Thrones it it mob so where better. they rip him limb from limb and like celebrate with the arm above yeah. the head. Like, yeah. and they eat him or they just start eating him because they're so fucking hungry. And then yeah, I don't right. know, or just throw his parts. I, some like barbaric. I wanted him just to be torn to shreds. I got to remember also still is a kid's show and I don't, they don't put that in this show. Uh, it is this. This is the way to do it. Um, mm-hmm. cr- just whether it's a kid's show or not, I think like it's way better that it's on his own accord or that on it because it's his own fault. You know, like they're just intimidating him basically, and it's just he's so clumsy that he just kills himself. Mm-hmm. Um, so no, I, I do like it a lot more. Um, for for moment, I'm rocking with the the Omega jumping off. Like yeah, uh, like I said, just very such a powerful moment for me. Like like you said, the the fact that they've kind of. Uh, pulled away from so much hunter omega just makes these little moments like this like i think it just it hits so much harder like i'm glad that they've realized they don't have to constantly like force feed us that relationship to feel like those moments are like okay you set it up very well now almost a whole season of television worth of setting that up we can just kind of understand and believe that that is like just the case. reasonable to assume that that's yeah exactly like i just very good moment like i said in, in the scope of her kind of like two episode arc right here it just felt like a really good moment really loved it i love it i love it yeah i i had the exact same because like it that entire scene is awesome too because that's when the workers are like oh he's fucking us over he's like toss her over and she gets saved and then they kill his ass and it's like outstanding the chef's kiss oh, yeah. i couldn't have asked exactly for anything more from this scene yeah it's like oh yeah, yeah exactly and i want to make what it I want clear to happen, happen. as much as benny like annoyed me i wasn't like hoping mako would pull him down with him or anything i was very happy he didn't Dude. die yeah. uh all right yeah all right. i like benny enough uh i i think you might i don't know benny i think is returning I th- like I I don't think you cast a voice actor like this for just one episode. I think like no, but we, they do that like, all the time. They've done it with him so many times with this specific guy with Yuri Lowenthal. He's done one episode of like every Star Wars thing. Really? Yeah, and and not even just his character. I don't know. I think they do this, this a lot of times with really good voice actors. I mean, I think because, Wanda Sykes is a character we know we're getting back, but like. That's She's really saying. only been here once. We didn't get so her far. for this one episode this season. I don't know. I guess and twice. I the guess. reason, more of the reason that I'm thinking he's coming back is I think, like I'm looking at the episode titles just coming up. Um, eventually, there's a tipping point. Um, a thing that's episode 14, so it's not for a while. We got a little bit, but I think like the batch eventually realizes Sid is like not good for them, and I think like they're like they, you know what you know who we need to get back at Sid, Benny. Well, no, I think they go, I think they go back to Sid. They go back to Sid with all the Ipsium that they have, and Sid is like, Sid is like, oh, you, great, you know, finally after a, a couple days, you know, you Took guys are late, whatever. Enough. Yeah, she might she might be like a late fee or something, you know, like to screw him even more, and then they're gonna be like, okay, come on, like what the fuck? And then I think one of them's gonna drop a line of being like, yeah, and the, you know that that other mine that we found that was even more rich full of ipsium you know like there's still way more in that other mine i think sid's gonna be like go back 
and get it all. Like, she's going to tell them to go back. And they're going to be like, you want us to go back to the place where we just got our ship stolen and you didn't even come save us? Like, I think, like, that's the conflict um, that's going to be what eventually, like, ends or, like, makes them realize that Sid's not doing good. But I think they do okay. go back there. And I do think they, they like, mine that Ipsium. And maybe while they're there, um, they're like, why don't you guys just take this Ipsium? Um, and you know, sell it for yourselves, or they go to Wanda. Well, that's already or what they're doing. Or uh, really, they are selling it for themselves already. Yeah, and that's then, the pl- that's what Benny yeah. says at the end of the episode. He's oh. like, "Yeah, now we run the mine. The workers seize well, the I means mean, of production. I mean, the Bad Batch selling the Ipsium they have instead of returning oh, that Ipsium to Sid. I thought you meant the Bad Batch um, telling them. No, because yeah, them they're production. all gonna like yeah, they're they're gonna function that way. But I see. Um, Benny and Omega mining that Ipsium together because it has to be small people that have to crawl through that the hole, and that's why they're kids right. that mine Ipsium. You know, it's not going to be the batch that mines, and he is a miner. He has been doing that his whole life, so he will teach Omega how to do it even better, and they will... That's why I thought that... That's my real thought of why I think that they might become a love interest, is, like, hmm. they will mine together. It has to be a very calm, slow meticulous you know you can't freak anyone out you have to be you know and i think they're gonna like eventually talk to each other but very calm and very you know like um what's your life been like you know i haven't been off this world this kid probably hasn't even left this world you know and he's gonna ask like what's it like out there and omega's gonna be like oh my god you can be anything you want it's gonna be like the best dreamer like conversation it's just two kids like that's Mm -hmm. what that's why i want like it to happen is because not like I didn't think that the voice actor was so cool that I wanted him to come back or anything. I think it's just like really good storytelling if they if they come back here. I think it divides Sid and the Batch even further. It gives Omega someone to like open up to that's not the Bad Batch and maybe get a new member. Um, and then they're finally on their own and then they treasure hunt. That's really what I want. I want them to just to become treasure hunters um, hmm. for a little bit at least. I don't know. I think that'd be really cool. So I just yeah. don't know what we get. Sixteen episodes, right? Yeah. Plan I'm really 99. skeptical to think that we might involve like him at that point, like at fourteen. Like I'm just not sure. I buy that that's where our story's at at that point, but maybe. I guess we got Metamorphosis coming up. That's the next episode. I think that's like a crosshair type. Maybe he's like finally coming out of that shell. He's getting his his inhibitor chip removed for good. I'm going good. less metaphorical. And I'm going like they're going to a planet with some sort of quickly evolving species that they oh. have to fight off. And uh, oh. yeah, I'm going okay. back to we're having a one off exciting adventure episode next week. Um, okay. What is Pabu? Pabu. P-A-P-P-A-B-U. Pabu. What the Pabu heck is that? Um, but we have Metamorphosis and then the Outpost next and then Pabu. Whatever the hell Pabu is, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to look too deep into these titles or anything like that. I, I like just waking up on a Wednesday and throwing on the Bad Batch, um, just some nice morning cartoons. Oh, you realizing something? Are you putting? Some I, pieces I looked together? up what Pabu means. Oh, what does pa? Oh, oh, what does Pabu mean? It means paternal aunt, aunt. like. Like aunt. your parent's sister, paternal aunt, aunt. Paternal aunt. 
Like, like Omega's aunt would be. Does Django, Django Fett's sister have a sister? Is she Django Fett? Or is she Django Fett's sister? Mm. Like, whoa. I guess I, I does Django Fett even have is this even Well I have no idea. I have no idea. Well that's the other thing why? too, is that it doesn't have to be Omega's necessarily. Uh there's there's uh there's any number of routes they could possibly take that, you know. Uh is it confirmed? Like, cause she, she, it's confirmed that she was born at the same time as Boba, right? Like, that's confirmed. That's the Alpha and the Omega, like the Boba and Omega, they were, they were born together. I have another, I have another meaning. Uh-oh. Uh, Pabu is the Tibetan name that means fluffball. So I feel like that's probably more the, the angle we're going. Uh, it probably means fluffball and not paternal. Who aunt. was the Kaminoan who was really close to Omega? Lama Sue. Is she alive? No, Nala Say. Nala Say. Yeah, that, that's what I. Th- I didn't want to. Is she? Is she alive? Or did Cad Bane kill her? Yeah, she's on Mount Tantis. She was who got transported at the end of season one to that mountain that, cloning that facility. Could be like the ant to Omega. For sure. Um, not like a, you know, just kind of someone who was there for her a lot. Um, an aunt, aunt. Or they could just be talking about my Aunt Beth. You never know. There you yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, we, we, who knows? But Metamorphosis. Shout out Aunt Beth. Yeah, maybe Butterfly, Metamorphosis is just Butterfly, and Pabu is some creature. What was the other meaning? Fluffball. Fluffball. Yeah, we got Metamorphosis. It's It's going in. You know, and then we'll get the fluff ball. The Pabu is what comes out of the cocoon. Yeah. Um, yeah. Pabu. Yeah. What's U-Pop? U-U-Bop. No, it backwards doesn't mean it. U-Bap. Um, but. Nah, man, but uh, do we have any more favorites to give out for episode 10? I think I went through mine. I'm I think we through. got her. Yeah, we I got think her. we got her. Do you guys have any last thoughts here? Just really excited to see where I mean we're we're past the halfway point now. We're that was what episode ten, so I mean six mm-hmm. left. Mm-hmm. Yep, eleven. Yeah, excited oh. to see where it goes. I feel like we haven't gotten something like truly like shake the room type like story building or story developing in since mm-hmm. the the six seven or seven and eight. So excited! Right. I mean, naturally, I guess we've only had two episodes since then. So I mean, that's this is a fine change of pace, and I love these episodes. Just excited to see what kind of the first uh, kind of like delve back into the real kind of overarching story they're building, what, where, and what that comes from. No, I dig it. I dig. It. Yeah, I'm excited to see where the end of this season takes us. I'm hoping we get a connection back to Mount Tantus, like the. The whole cloning teaser that they leave us on at the end of season one, like, hasn't come back around, and it's been ten episodes. Uh, I'm intrigued by what they could possibly be thinking about doing with that storyline. So, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. Uh, what about you, Joe? You got any last thoughts? Well, um, I, I don't know if I really want Benny to become a like I don't I don't know it, it's not like the same feeling that I'm gonna have for Toto coming back you know like if I see that happening I think I'll feel good and satisfied that that I called it but like it won't it won't be, feel the same as like oh I just know that Colton is like just raging and is you know like while watching you know it's not gonna it's not gonna be the same quite as that if Toto returns 
I'm going to buy a gun and shoot my TV. <laughs> Dang, Toto. Toto could cause some real damage. Toto is dangerous now. Listen, I think he's, I he's have a menace to society. He is. There, there, there's some Twitter account out there in the universe that has said that if Toto is ever put into live action Star Wars, that he is getting murked on site. Um, there's some account out there. He's he's been he's been he or she has been very opinionated on that. So, um, you know, I think I think the story should also probably stand for animation. If I were to guess how that person might feel about um, Toto returning. But Toto ever comes back, he better get punted. He better get punted off the side of the Golden Gate Bridge and land and get impaled by Darth Vader's lightsaber. Yeah, Uh, ass first, um, obviously. Ass first, ass first. But there's no better way to conclude an episode than with that. So if you would, head to patreon.com slash pennybloompod where you'll find over 50 hours of exclusive content, including a new Quantumania review. Uh, We're we're talking Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania right after this so that'll be up tonight uh that'll be us three all talking about it very excited about it go over there for three bucks a month you can support this podcast financially which is a huge help because it costs me money and i don't make any off of it unless it's over there and uh if you would head to twitter follow at penny bloom pod follow on instagram at penny bloom podcast remember to leave a five star rate and review wherever you may be listening tomorrow We've got the Mandalorian Season 3 predictions coming out alongside our full Star Wars ranking, all 22 canonized on-screen portrayals. That's a behemoth of an episode, as you might expect. We talk about literally everything Star Wars. Um, so it it's, about th- it's about yeah. three hours, so it's, it's, a, good, it's a goodie. Um, but you know, you'll, you'll find how me and Joe feel about the saga as a whole. And it's quite loving, but something has to be first. Something has to be last. And that's the approach we took. That's tomorrow, this Friday. We've got Blaine Rezach joining us for our comic book journey through film. It is Batman 1989 this Friday. Very excited about that. Uh, next Monday, our Game of Thrones rewatch continues with season two, episode eight. If I mm-hmm. believe, yeah, that's, that's correct. Episode eight. Uh, that's that's going to be another goodie. We're getting close to finishing our first two seasons of that rewatch, which is kind of crazy. It feels like it's been a breeze. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't believe we're all that'll be our 18th episode on that, which is kind of yeah, crazy. Um, been doing it every day since every week since Halloween 2022. Um, so long running project and it is only going to continue running even longer. So all sorts of shit coming to you here on the Penny Bloom podcast. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for downloading. Our our downloads have been through the roof lately. It's been such a pleasure. We just reached 13k all time, which is very very cool. Uh, and I'm I'm hoping hoping to reach 20k by the end of the year. That's kind of my it's my soft goal. Hoping for 20k by the end of 2023. That'd be awesome. Uh, just takes one banger. Just takes just one takes banger. one banger. That's all it takes. Uh, but I was Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, home. Oh, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it's so happy. And thank you very much, KBZ Kyler Barnett. Absolutely. Absolutely. And remember, peace, love, and bloom, and always praise the bad batch bitches.